Well, hello, and welcome to the 14th episode of The Occupied Mind. I am your host, Alicia Newman, and thank you for joining me today. Um, I got to occupy my mind with a lot of stuff this week, so I'm just going to get right to it. Um, I got to check out a new podcast this week. So as you know, I am a very big fan of the podcast Crime Junkie. So the one girl from Crime Junkie is also doing a podcast, and I think it's just for the holiday. I don't think it's permanent for full body chills, and it's daily little scary stories. So far, I've listened to four They've been decent, not too bad. I think the longest one was like 23 minutes. And in my opinion, that's like golden in like the storytelling realm. So um, I thought that the last one about a dog was my favorite one so far. So the only days that I guess they're not going to put out episodes up to Halloween is going to be on Sundays. But I found out about it. Tuesday, or I I guess Tuesday, when I finally had a chance to listen to Crime Junkie. So I listened to episodes Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Oh, I guess I've listened to more. Uh, And then Saturday. So um, I would give it a a check. It's only, like like I said, the longest episode is 23 minutes. So I I recommend it. Also, Pick 6. It's their week on for their All Hail the King series. Their movie for this week was The Running Man. Uh, very good episode. I'll be honest, like I know that I've seen some of The Running Man, but I never saw all of The Running Man. So I vaguely knew what they were talking about. And like I got the gist of it. And I kind of believe that the way Bo does with the way that Bo, Duncan, and uh, Court Psyops, they do their podcasts the way that they describe their movies, I kind of feel like you don't really need to watch them uh, to enjoy the episode. But I enjoyed the Running Man episode. It was very funny, as always. And I always recommend Pick 6, so go check it out. Uh, Court Psyops and Matt, they did Demented. And I do remember this movie. I never saw the movie, but I do remember hearing about this movie uh, when I was younger. And now I want to see it because it sounds just, it sounds demented and I want to see it. And I want to see like the acting, the clips that they played from the movie, the acting sounds so bad that I need to see it in person. And I enjoyed it immensely. Office Ladies had their second episode and they went through the second episode of The Office. Very good. Still loving it. Recommend. In the world of interviews, Anna Ferris had Busy Phillips, Dax Shepard had Elizabeth Banks, and Michael Rosenbaum had Dane Cook. All very good episodes. I enjoyed all three interviews, especially um, Dane Cook, which is surprising. But uh, he was very open and he talked about his parents dying and his brother embezzling money from him. So if you were a fan of Dane Cook, but kind of stopped being one because of all the stuff that went down uh, with like the stealing of the jokes, and he does talk about that too, like when Joe Rogan like said that he stole jokes, it's interesting. It's a it's a good it's a good podcast. 
and it's normal it's a little bit longer of an an interview than they normally do but i enjoyed it uh how are you holding up they did an episode on solitude and as always i really enjoy that podcast if you just want to have a mental health check you know once a week then i think that that's the show for you they're not outright talking about like depression and how to, this is how you handle this. And this is how you handle that. They just kind of talk about it like, you know, themselves. Hey, this is what I am going through and this is how I deal with it. And I know that I've said that before, but I can't stress enough how important mental health is and everyone should have a, and they're short episodes. I think their longest episode is like 40 minutes. So that's why I always try to keep mine at 40 minutes because I don't, I think that you lose something. I mean, now don't get me wrong. I listen to podcasts that are well over an hour long and I completely enjoy them, but they are very good at what they do. They are masters of the game. I am not a master of this game. I am 14 episodes in. So I kind of feel like I haven't earned that right to be over an hour long. Plus, I don't know if I could talk for an hour long by myself. And while I want to do guest spots and how I've enjoyed the first couple of guest spots that I've done, I'm not sure that I want to do like a constant show with someone. I think I'd rather do guest spots. So I think my shows are always going to be under an hour. Um, And then last but not least... As I mentioned last week that I recorded my Wishmaster episode with Duncan, it was released Friday, Saturday. It it released a couple, like either yesterday or Friday. He released it. I'm very, very excited. I'm also kind of nervous. I haven't listened to it yet. I'm kind of weird about listening to the episodes that that I've done. So, but I'm very excited that it is out there. My first official guest appearance on um, the podcast Under the Stairs is actually live and for everyone to hear. And I hope that some people hear me on the podcast Under the Stairs and give my show a listen. I know that it's a little different than what Duncan does. It's not all horror based. And yes, I do love horror and it is the core of my existence, but I, I like a lot of stuff. Uh, And, you know, my Kirk is always telling me, well, maybe you should just make your show about one thing. I don't think I could as much as I love horror. I don't, there is just so much out there that I want to watch and so much out there that I want to read and I want to listen to that I don't. I don't know. Like, I I just don't think that I could focus on one genre because I think I would get bored and I wouldn't continue to do it. So I think that's why I do the format that I do so I can cover everything that I enjoy. So those are all the podcasts that I have to recommend. I, I even got to listen to a little bit of the Institute nothing noteworthy as of yet. I'm still only like 20-30% into the book. You know, podcasts consume so much of my time at work that unless it's a light week where not a lot of people put out episodes, then then I can might be able to get a couple hours 
of a book in. But hopefully, um, once school is done, I'll be able to listen to books while I'm home or just to finish this book. So my birthday is next weekend. So uh, Kirk took me shopping this weekend since we have plans next weekend. And I bought, <laughs> he took me to, he told me I can get whatever I wanted. So I went to Barnes and Noble and I got books and I picked up four new books. Um, I'm very excited. My goal for next year is to read the two shelves worth of books that I've gotten since the summer. I need to read them all next year. So that is my goal because I wanted to read all the Stephen King books that I got over the summer for the fall and have like a real spooky fall challenge. But with reading all that stuff for school, I have no desire to do leisure reading. So school's got less than a month left. So I can't wait to dive into a good book again. While I am enjoying the little break of leisure reading, I can't wait to get back to it. In terms of movies, I've got a good one and then a fun one. So I did watch Eli. Truth be told, I put it on Monday night. I put it on and I fell asleep <laughs> while watching it bad call. I put it on too late. I put it on at like eight o'clock, like a little after eight o'clock. Uh, I, I can't start unless I've taken a nap. I can't, if I'm getting up at five o'clock, I can't start a movie at eight o'clock at night. It's just not going to happen. I'm going to fall asleep on the couch, especially if I'm home by myself. Uh, if, I, if I'm out at a movie theater or out at somebody's house, then maybe not. But if I'm home sitting on my couch all by myself with my cats next to me. I'm falling asleep. So I finished watching it the next night. Eli was very good. I was, I was very impressed. I, the whole entire time and I'm like, I, I totally know where this is going to go. This is what, this is what it's going to be. This is how it's going to end. And I was wrong. I mean, not a hundred percent wrong, but I was wrong. And I'll be honest. I love when I'm wrong. I love when a movie, you know, when you've watched so many movies and been a fan of movies for so long you kind of get good at guessing and figure out figuring out plots and I love when I I'm wrong and that I have incorrectly figured out a plot it thrills me to, to no end but um if you would like a good now it's not scary but if you would like a good like suspenseful style movie I highly recommend uh Eli on Netflix then last night, Kirk and I went and saw Zombieland 2, Double Tap. I went in thinking it was going to be like a C movie. It's 10 years later. Everyone's done a whole other stuff. It's a sequel. How much more can you do? Probably going to be a silly story, but it's going to be fun. And it's 100% what it was. It was fun. It was a C movie. I enjoyed it. I laughed. I had a good time. I, I went in thinking one thing and 100% got what I was, what I was hoping for. I had a lot of fun. If you and your friends want to go have a good time, watch some great kills, laugh at Woody Harrelson, I go, go see it. It's fun. It's worth the watch. Go see Zombieland 2. Now, 
I watched quite a few television shows because um, I thought that one was going to be an hour, but it's not. Uh, first and foremost, though, I have to make a correction. So I always do research on IMDb with TV shows. Well, with anything, with anything that I watch. Um, nine times out of ten, I am reading IMDb and looking at episode count. So when I looked at Ballers, it said that Baller had nine episodes. So when last week's episode, and because also understand, I don't have cable cable. I have Hulu Live. So it's different. Like I'm not really seeing commercials like I do. Like if I was like flipping through HBO. I'm not. They cut the show off before the previews start. Like it's legit just the show that you're watching. So I had no idea that the episode that I watched last week for Ballers, here I am thinking that there's two more episodes, but apparently that was the season finale. So I apologize for saying that there's two more episodes, but there isn't. But what I'm confused is, is that the beginning of this season, The Rock said that season five was the final season. So I don't know because I wasn't seeing advertisements for it that they promoted that as the series finale or if there's going to be like those two episodes are going to be like a ballers movie to like summarize some stuff because they left some big gaping holes in that what could possibly be a series finale. If that was the series finale, that was a shitty series finale. Um, but I just wanted to clarify that. So the three new shows that I watched, well, wait, before I get into the three new shows that I watched. So I know that I kind of talk about the deuce here and I know, I, I know that that's not a show that a lot of people watch, but kind of like with movies I kind of love it when stuff happens out of nowhere so I'm sitting here so the deuce is on on Monday nights so I woke up Tuesday morning made my cup of coffee sat down threw on the deuce Kirk gets home really from work he had like instead of getting home like in the middle of the night like he normally does he got home like after I had been up a while like before I went to work so I'm sitting on the ottoman I'm drinking my coffee I'm watching the deuce and he's in the kitchen and I don't want to spoil it but there's this moment right at the end of the episode that threw me because it happened so fast and it was so unexpected that I was like, wait, what? He comes running into the room and he was like, are you all right? What's going on? And I was like, no, they just, you know, this just happened on the show. And he was like, that's what you're oohing and on about. I was like, it's before six o'clock in the morning. I was like, it caught me off guard. 
But if you have not watched this week, if you are a Deuce fan and you have not watched this week's episode of Deuce, the end of the episode is awesome and I'm a little sad about it and I can't wait to talk about it. So back to the three new ones that I watched. So I'm going to start with my least favorite and work to my favorite. So first up is Modern Love. So Modern Love had eight episodes. They're 30-ish minutes. I think the longest episode was like 35 minutes. And it's on Amazon Prime. I just, I don't know. Like some of the episodes were good. Some of them were not good. Like, truly, the only episode that I really, really liked was the last one. The last one is about this older woman who, she does a fun run and she sees this uh, cute guy at the fun run and they they start dating because both of their spouses have passed, so they're both widows so they start dating, then they move in together, then they get married, and then he gets sick, and then he passes away. And it's her, you know, and mind you, this is all done in like a 35-minute span. It was just so well done, and it was just so heartfelt, even in those little 35 minutes. It was a great episode. So if you're going to watch an episode of Modern Love that would be the one that I would watch. Also, probably the one with Anne Hathaway. Now, she plays a woman with bipolar disorder. And I can say that she got it spot on. Like, creepily got it spot on. It was a little eerie to watch. Um, It's not the greatest episode, but she's good in it. Uh, The one with Tina Fey is kind of meh. But that's how I felt kind of about all of them. Like they're supposed to be these sweet, lovey, sappy stories. And the only one that I really felt that true love sappiness with was the was the last one. So, I mean, I wouldn't really recommend it. I'd recommend the last one. That's it. Now, before I started recording, I finished the last three episodes of the Netflix series Living With Yourself with Paul Rudd. Again, quick little episodes. They were each like 26, 27 minutes, very fast. Um, I am a very big Paul Rudd fan. I enjoy him immensely. Uh, he is good in this, and that's about all I can say. I didn't, I didn't really... It it was better than Modern Love, but that's not saying much because I didn't particularly care for either one of them. Um, I mean, it starts out strong. It ends weak. I don't know. There's not even anything that I could really say about it. I mean, if you are a fan of Paul Rudd, and you've got a couple hours to kill, sure, put it on. It's not horrible, but um, I just, I, I wanted more from Paul Rudd. I expected more comedy from Paul Rudd. I didn't find it to be that funny. And I know that it wasn't a straight on comedy. It's about this guy who's cloned and the clones kind of, you know, 
the clone wants the guy's life. So it's supposed to be not scary, but more of a, it was a dramedy. And, and I expected more omedy, comedy out of the dramedy. And I just, we just don't get that. Um, and then, but lastly, leaps miles, miles, miles better uh, is Castle Rock. Castle Rock Season 2 premiered on Wednesday. The first three episodes uh, appeared. And it is spectacular. I already love it. Now, I liked Season 1 of Castle Rock. Season 1 of Castle Rock was very good. However, this season is 10 times better. Maybe because of Lizzie Kaplan. Maybe because the focus is kind of misery. I don't know. I will never look at an ice scoop again the same way. Uh, don't want to spoil anything on that one because that's badass. That was badass. Um, and if you've watched episode one, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, it, it follows. So what I am gathering so far is it takes... Ann Wilkes is, it's a younger version of Ann Wilkes, this version of the story. And she is a nurse and she has a daughter and they drive from town to town because she's on the run. Uh, that's just a little peek into what we have seen so far. And so far... Now, I assure you that I have missed some references, but Salem's Lot, uh, I'm thinking possibly the mist with the bugs, um, Shawshank Redemption, and how did I not know that Tim Robbins was in this? He comes into the first episode, and I was like, what the hell? How did I not know that Tim Robbins was in this show? And he plays a great character, too, but very well cast. Captain, do you guys remember uh, the movie Captain Phillips that came out with Tom Hanks and the gentleman who played the pirate from the other ship? He had never acted before in his life, played like the head pirate of the boat that he plays a pretty big role in the in season two. So, great cast so far. Great acting by Lizzie Kaplan. She is spectacular. Um, but, yeah, if you haven't got on Castle Rock, get on it. Now, it's not a new series, but the third and final season of the reboot of Will and Grace started. And I laughed my ass off. Oh, man. Sean Hayes... I don't know how his other shows don't do well. Sean Hayes has amazing comic timing. Amazing. Maybe it's the character Jack. Maybe it's the way that he delivers Jack's lines. But there is just something of like Jack makes that whole entire show. Like if it was called the Jack and Karen show, I think it would would be ten times as popular. And, uh, interesting little note, I was scrolling through, um, my feed 
this afternoon and I saw, now I don't know how true this is, I saw it on Facebook, so who knows, but apparently Megan Mullally is not going to be in two episodes of the final season and here is where, now I'm sure that that part is true. The part that I am not sure if it's true, which could be a bunch of BS, is that it is because of fighting between Deborah Messing and her. She has apparently unfollowed Deborah Messing and Sean Hayes on Instagram. I don't know why people think that that's a thing and are trying to make it a thing, but all that matters is Karen's not going to be in two episodes of the last season of Will and Grace. And that kind of sucks because that means that there's no Jack and Karen. And that makes me sad. Uh, I finished episodes three and four of Limetown today while I was prepping my lunch for the week. Very still very strong and still enjoying it very much. Very true to the podcast. Jessica Beal is fantastic. Again, only like 33, 33 minutes and 35 minutes for the episodes. So I guess they're going to premiere on Wednesdays and they're going to do it two at a time. So that's good to know. And I you can watch them in an hour. So I just wish that I could cast. I wish Facebook was a channel on the Roku. Although I could probably look. I didn't honestly look. I did add Apple TV. I'm looking forward to Apple TV launching on Friday. The only shows that I am looking forward to, I'm very, the sole reason why I'm getting Apple TV is because of the Jennifer Aniston, Steve Carell, and Reese Witherspoon show, The Morning Show, because I am very big fans of all three of those people. So I will 100% be watching that show. There was another one uh, with Joel King Kingman from The Killing, and he was in Suicide Squad, and he was in RoboCop. I think I'm saying his last name wrong. I butcher names. That's why I don't really say them too much here. But that he has one about women, the first women on the moon. So I saw the trailer for that the other day. I might check that out. But my first priority is going to be the morning show. I'm hoping that I can watch, like, sign up for Apple TV and watch the first episode on Monday on Friday morning. That's my that's my hope. Watch episode five of Creep Show. Uh, I mean, this one was good. It was a monkey paw episode. Um, uh, I don't know how many episodes there are. The IMDb page is kind of weird. It's listing 10 episodes, but some of the episodes that they have listed are title, half of the titles from other episodes. So we'll see. I know that there's definitely one next week, especially with Halloween on Thursday and Creepshow is on Shudder and Creepshow gets released on Thursdays. I'm definitely thinking that there was a seven. I know that they marketed that way, but that might be the last episode so that the season finale is on Halloween, which would kind of be awesome. Uh, the season finale of On Becoming a God was Friday. Decent season finale. 
nothing, you know, set it up for next season. So I'm good with that. So the last thing, so it occurred to me that there are only 10 weeks left in the two in 2019 and that in 10 weeks, it's going to be 2020. So I thought it would be kind of fun instead of not only doing like, so the last week will totally be, it'll probably just be a best of show, like my favorite of everything. What I thought would be kind of cool since it's kind of a new decade is to talk about or just list 10 movies that I really enjoyed uh, each of the years. So I want to talk about 10 movies that I really liked in 2000. Now, I'm probably not going to really talk about them a lot. Um, They're kind of all over the place. And I preface this by saying, these are movies that I enjoy. Some of them are not great movies, but I enjoy a good, bad film. And I, I enjoy certain types of thrillers. I, I know that a lot of you are going to be like, really, this is your list. But these are movies that I highly enjoyed and will constantly watch over and over and over again. If it is on, I am watching it. So, movies from 2000. Billy Elliot. Everybody remember that movie? That's where my love of Jamie Bell started. Great movie. Uh, about a ballet, a boy who wants to take ballet. Uh, it's now a Broadway play, or it was a Broadway play. And Jamie, uh, Jamie Bell was just in Rocket Man this past summer. So if you've never seen Billy Elliot, get on it. Next up, High Fidelity. I mean, John Cusack, music, record store, Jack Black. I mean, do I need to say more about High Fidelity? Great effing movie. All right. I might get a little shit for this, but What Lies Beneath with Harrison Ford and Michelle Pfeiffer, maybe because it's Michelle Pfeiffer, I'm not 100% sure. It could be because Michelle Pfeiffer is in it. But I really like that movie. I think it's a lot of fun. I always watch it when it's on. Like, always watch it. So, it, yes, I know it's not the greatest movie, but I enjoy it quite immensely. Just like I enjoy Bring It On. That movie has my second favorite movie quote of all time. True leaders are just dancers gone retarded. Hilarious. Uh, Kirsten Dunst. Actually, this is what made me love her, not Interview with a Vampire. But Spirit Fingers, I mean, come on. You know you have all, if you've seen Bring It On, you have done Spirit Fingers at least three times in your life. I do Spirit Fingers all of the time. Uh, Of course, the amazing classic Final Destination. Did you guys read that a couple of weeks ago, some guy almost died because wood logs went through his truck? Yeah, hi, Final Destination 2. Yeah, not creepy at all. Not creepy at all. But yeah, Final Destination, fun series. First one, of course, is the best one. Uh, Love that movie. Again, another fun one, Charlie's Angels. I mean, Drew Barrymore. 
Drew Barrymore. That's what, that's all that needs to be said. She is my idol. I love her. Yes, I know it's not a good movie, but it's Drew effing Barrymore. That's enough for me. Get a little bit more classy now. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I remember seeing that movie. And now, while I had I had done foreign films since like the mid-90s, they were all kind of like romantic foreign movies. This was my first realm into that style movie, and I was blown away. That movie is so visually stunning, I can't even. And I want them to make another one, but I guess it's too late and everyone's too old. Uh, oh Brother, Where Art Thou? I love that movie. I was so obsessed with that song by the Soggy Bottom Boys. I used to play it over and over and over again. And now you guys know that you're humming it in your head. I'm not going to do it because I can't sing for shit. I never inherited my mother's voice. But yes, you know you're singing that song right now. Uh, the ever fun Battle Royale, the Jap- you know, the original Japanese version. What a great effed up film that is. Battles to the death. Great film. Lots of fun. And then last, and in my eyes, certainly not least, again, a lot of fun, but I know by no means a good movie. I just have a hell of a fun time watching it. And that's Hollow Man with Elizabeth Shue and Kevin Bacon. I can't. I can't. That movie is great. I watch it all the time when it's on. It's just, it's just so bad. It's good. <laughs> um, but that's it. I think that this, that was a little, that was a last minute thing I decided to add. Um, because I heard on another show that I was listening to that they're going to start doing the top of the decade. And I was just like, I'm not going to have time to research like with the top books, and the top TV shows and all that stuff. So I figured I'd just do movies because movies are my thing and I've done much more, watched much more movies over the decades than anything else. But, um, oh, one little music note. Hane is coming out with a new, I don't know if it's a new CD or a new song, but I can't wait because I love Hane. Um, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at theoccupied underscored mind underscored. You can follow me on the Flick Chat app at the occupied mind if you could please like and share my uh episodes that would be fantastic give me a review that would be very helpful uh don't forget to check me out on the podcast under the stairs on my wishmaster i'm on the second one because i did wishmaster four so i'm in the second half of the second episode Again, as always, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I really, truly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. I hope you guys all have a great week. And until next time, have a good day.